Hey everyone, quick announcement before this week's episode. Uh, our good friend Taylor's sibling, Fennel, is raising funds on GoFundMe for their gender affirming surgery. We would really appreciate it if you would just consider supporting Fennel and check out their GoFundMe page. There's going to be a link in the episode description. Mean the world. Thanks. The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Everybody, welcome back to the Dane and Derek Show, a very, very spicy podcast where two nerdy friends keep in touch and shoot the shit. Uh, my name is Derek. I'm a writer, director, and I play tabletop games. And with me, as always, is my good friend Dane. Hi, I'm Dane. Uh, I'm a writer, musician, podcaster, and lover of tabletop RPGs. We have been spicy for the last few weeks. Just, yeah. just like we've got, we've had takes. We're not yeah, takes. We've we just been opinions. critical. We've been weirdly <laughs> yeah. critical the last few weeks. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's that end of the year, you know, you've like, you know, like beginning of the year, you're like running around freaking out about the fact that you have an entire year to do things. And by the time the end of the year rolls around, you're like, yeah, fuck this shit. You're like, fuck that thing. Fuck that thing. Like you're, you're, you're it's not that you're done. But you're a lot more confident. I'm feeling done. (laughs) It's like, it's more like you're confident about where you stand with your existence. So you're more willing to sort of draw a line in the sand. Um, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Which, you know, that, you know, that, that's kind of what we're talking about today. The art of quitting. That Um, is. And you know know what? (laughs) Honestly, I think... I feel like this episode's actually hilariously going to be lighter than our last few. Yeah. But we'll see. Oh, yeah. Watch we'll me see. eat my yeah. words by the end. By the end, <laughs> I will I will let you know if I think I've eaten my words. Maybe we'll I just quit this episode. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll, just end, we'll just end 15 minutes early. I'm no. kidding. Uh, all right. Well, Dane, what's something you wish you quit sooner? And if you need time to think about it, I can go first. Um, I wish I had quit um uh swimming competitively early i really Mm -hmm. wish i'd quit that a little bit earlier um i wish i'd quit on honestly i wish i'd quit on um how do I put uh, instrumental music a little earlier? So I could have done more singing. Mm. Cause I didn't fully quit the instrumental music. I just backed off enough. Like I stopped doing jazz band and I stopped doing sax quartet. And then I filled that in with choirs, which was really nice. That was in college. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Those are the ones that are immediately springing to mind. The swimming was because it was really hard to have friends and do that much sporting like it was just so so hard um what about you uh for me uh it's really just scouts i wish i quit scouts sooner yeah Uh, yeah i mean like you know while i'm fully in support of a program that teaches wilderness survival to kids especially Mm -hmm. like skills like first aid and outdoorsmanship and like camping and like learning a respect for nature 
there's a lot of things that I fundamentally disagree with the organization on. Um, mm. You know, some of those things have changed. Like the organization is now like supportive of like gay and trans scouts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't when I was in scouts and that hurt a lot of people I was close to. And in addition to that, like it's an organization for kids run by adults who take no consideration of what the kids actually want to do. And there's this sort of toxic, like man up culture in it. In addition to this, which is one of the bigger reasons why I wish I quit scouts sooner is the whole native American, like revisionist history that they spin. There is a lot of native American, like myth stealing and revisionist history about the relationships scouting organizations have with native Americans and like i don't know like from the ages of like 12 through 18 i participated in that and i'm not proud of it you know sure i got eagle scout and i made a cool movie and having that award like i guess was an interesting talking point when i would apply for jobs but I don't know. It wasn't like a guaranteed ticket to anything like everybody said it was. Right. And Mm -hmm. the amount of like political sort of like dealing dealings I had to deal with, with like corrupt leadership from like the local to district levels was insane. Cause I got like pretty deep in, I was Mm -hmm. at one point considering like trying to become like a district, like, like trying to get involved in the district planning of the, of the scouting organization. And I ultimately stepped back once I learned a lot of sort of like the treachery and lies that had been kind of spun to children. And yeah. I kind of just, I just like couldn't deal with it anymore. Um, I just, I just couldn't deal with it. And cause it's just like, like I've already been through the shitter and I survived through the shitter that it was scouts. And to the, the fact that it's just a perpetual cycle of violence, just I had to break the cycle somewhere. So, mm-hmm. That said, you know, unfortunately, I'm one of, I think it's like one in every 50 Eagle Scouts will use their first aid skills. And then it's one in every 50 will use their first aid skills to save a life. And I've done both. So it's one of those things where, yeah, I I learned some really great skills that I've really been blessed to have. And, but at the same time, like it's it's definitely there's just a lot of baggage there that uh, I kind of wish I had just, you know, like uh, granted. Yeah. I was like 17, 18. I wasn't like really thinking that much about the world, but I was getting to that point in my life where I was starting to, and I kind of wish I just did the thing and quit. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Quitting. The main topic is yeah. Quitting. <laughs> um, it has a really bad connotation especially in our culture yeah yeah i mean the idea of quitting the idea of giving up the idea of burnout the idea of you know (laughs) what is it quit quitters never win and winners never quit right yeah something like that it's very capitalist to not quit it really is (laughs) but like you know not quitting can be toxic yeah um like uh, in a lot of ways, I kind of wish we had my brother on to this podcast because he and he and I have talked a lot about quitting and like 
setting down things because he's 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 done a lot of a lot of sports a lot of sporting mm. and um you know he you know he's he's like quit things so he could find the next thing he was going to fall in love with and eventually yeah. he found a couple of things that he stuck with right and but if he had never quit those things he would have never gotten to that point and that's like so bewildering that we're taught don't quit just stick it out just stick it out just stick it out right like yeah like, like this that this mentality of just stick it out it's mm-hmm. it's it could be worse like like yes, I love saying it could be worse, but that's not a good thing because it could be significantly better, right? Yeah, especially if you have, if you have the control over these things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you are in control um, of it, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, I think we touched on it briefly—the idea of quitting books, yeah, and like quitting movies, and like how we both now kind of allow ourselves to do that, but it took a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Like I do a lot of things and there's probably a lot of things I wish I'd quit sooner. Um, you know, whether it be projects or programs or like, uh, just like bad jobs, <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't at know. At this point I'm at, I'm at the point where I, it, <laughs> I've, I quitting saying quitting is really hard as a concept. Um, right. Because, you know, we are taught not to quit. And so like it is, and often it's tied in, at least for me with, uh, being collaborative and letting other people down. Right. Yeah. So I've started taking to think, saying things like I'm finishing this project or I'm ending this project Uh. or, uh, this project, if it's like early on, it's like, this is my trial period with this project. I'm going to hear and I'm going to reassess when I get there. Um, I see. It's it's a change in language then. I didn't quit this project. I just finished it. Yes. Or I, I did hit, everything I wanted to do with it. Yeah. Or like I hit this. Um, I hit my I hit the point where I, w- I wanted to take a, take a look at it, really see if I want to invest my time into it. Decided I didn't. And I'm moving on. Right. Yeah. Moving right. on from it. Yeah. yeah. Um just because it has a little bit more of a positive connotation, it tends to work better when I'm engaging with other people about things. Um, because like, if I say like, Oh, I'm quitting this project I've done for however long. Um, they'll be like, Oh, why, why are you stopping? Like, are are you not having fun with it anymore? And like, honestly, the answer might be yes, but then the connotation becomes something around the lines of like, well, I mean, maybe, maybe it'll get better or blah, blah, blah. Or, um, well, maybe you shouldn't feel that way. And it turns into like trying to talk yourself back into it. Whereas you say like, no, I think I'm ending this project or like, I think I'm finishing up this thing. It has a slightly different connotation of like, oh, uh, well, what made you decide to want to be done? Or like <sighs> the idea of letting people down is really hard for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So changing the language around it's really helpful. Um but also it helps when engaging with people about said projects, about like quitting. Like if you go to someone and you say, oh, I'm quitting this, they're going to be like, they might even like almost try and talk you back into it because like, oh, why did you, why did you quit? You know? Um, whereas if you like, you're saying, no, no, I'm just, I'm, I got everything out of this I wanted. I'm finished. Or like um, the project just wasn't quite what I, what I was 
I got to like the review point. I just didn't want to invest the time. People are way more receptive to that. Um, and I find myself to be a little bit more receptive to it. So I've been trying to do that change. Like you're saying. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's healthy. That's, you know, cause I think it's, it can be paralyzing, right? To, to not quit. Yeah. You can get stuck. You can really, really get stuck. Um, you, you can just get stuck in the perpetual cycle of continuing to do things like, yeah, I don't like, um, especially when you're collaborating with friends, like dear yes. friends, that can be hard. Like, especially for like me and like the movies I do and some of the projects I do, it, it is hard to step away from things. And it's why some things maybe lasted a bit longer than they should have. Right. Or some projects got dragged mm. out longer than if I had just said, Hey, we got to move on. Right. Um, right. And, and length is often touted as success or equated with success. Right. Like, right. like if a TV show runs for lots of seasons, people are like, that must've been a good TV show where in reality, if you actually dig into most of those shows, you're like, no, there's a point where this starts to suck a bit. Um, yeah. You know, whereas like most people kind of lament shows that are too short or, or, or whatnot, or like a movie that doesn't like have a sequel or any number of things. Right. Like, cause we're talking about a couple of different things, which is like quitting and bailing on something when it's just like not working out for you. And also we've, we've talked a lot about like ending things properly. Yeah. I think these things are more related than people want to give them credit for. 100%. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know about you, but like when I know something is supposed to end or when I'm supposed to quit something, I get like a gut feeling and I can't shake it until I do it. Right. Um, in the, yeah. like sometimes, so, so sometimes that'll go on for like a day and then I'll quit the thing or I'll finish the thing or it'll go on for months or years even. Um, because I think there's a time and place for everything that exists in terms of what you do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's that saying that very, very sad saying, not all things like everything good, you know, must come to an end or not all things last forever. And, you know, like, but, but, you know, but then there's the other part of that, which is like, because it ended, that's what made it special. Right. Or, or I forget right. how it, you know, you know, because you did something great with the time you were given it, uh, you know, was good. Um, people love things because it, the show ended before it's time, before it had a chance to get bad mm -hmm. or because like people went out on their own terms, like video game high school. Yep. Like they went out on their own terms and it's great. Like I know a lot of people were very split on that third season, but say what you will, it's a great ending. And the show is probably still very positively looked at. Cause now it's been like, I don't know, like a decade since the first movie came out and mm -hmm. people are trying to make video essays about it. And all of them have been pretty positive. And I think that that's like, you know, a really important thing to look at. Um, especially like with the projects we do, Dane, like, like, you know, like I know I, both of us are very much in that school of working to publish, right? You're yeah. not, you're not, we're not necessarily doing something purely for pleasure. We are doing something with the intention of finishing and putting it out there for other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you're working to publish like that, it definitely changes the mindset you have with your work. And if you like, you know, if you let it become about pleasure and making it perfect, then 
you know, things could last forever. And both you and I both expressed how we don't want to be those guys that just talk about making art for like decades, but never do. Right. Yeah. And to be fair, I I don't want to, I don't want to look down on anyone who's like, just make, you know, makes an endless piece of art in their garage. Um, right. Forever. You know, like if that's your thing, then that's your thing. I'm not saying anything about I don't think we're saying anything yeah, about that. No, just, yeah, well, because like, you don't want to all be all talk. You don't want to just talk about right. it. You have to. You want to do it as well. Yeah, like how you and I talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, because like even if you are like working on something, and it's like you write one paragraph every year because that's the capacity you have to work on your one art piece every year. That's awesome. That's fine. Kick that's ass. great. Like you're doing it. You're doing something that you know most people don't get a chance to do, which is have time to work on their craft and their art and what they love. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's very important. It's, it's, it's when you have the ability to control how much work you're making and how long these projects work. And when you choose to drag something out, that's when I think you really have to check yourself and like, I don't know. I'm pretty guilty of that. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I'm incredibly guilty of that. Like until I, like there was like a point like two years ago where I took every unfinished film of mine and I exported a copy of it and I put it unlisted on the internet just so the people that worked on it could see it because it had been like six years by that point for some of these films that never Mm -hmm. got finished. Yeah. And it was like one of those things where like I had nothing to say other than I'm sorry it didn't get finished and I wish I told you sooner, but here you go. Yeah. Uh, Because it's always awkward to have to tell someone yeah it you know like especially on a project that doesn't work out right it's like you know tell them yeah it didn't work out or if like the one that i hate the most is i mean hate's a strong word but the the one that i'm the most uncomfortable with that's a better word Mm -hmm. is when people are like why are you ending something so good when people ask me that about certain things oh yeah yeah like it's that one yeah (laughs) because it needs to end because these especially if you're telling a story like it needs an ending like yeah genuinely fully open like i am more and more skeptical skeptical personally of like especially narrative stuff that is open-ended at this Mm. point um and and like like i don't think going forward i am going to start a narrative project of any kind like a true narrative project without an ending in mind of some kind. Um, Welcome to the club. Yeah. Like this feels okay to be, to leave open-ended what we do on the show, because it's like, yep. If we decide we're done one day, like if we wake up like one morning and I'm like, Derek, there is no more time left in my life. I can't, I can't keep doing this. Um, which I don't foresee since it's about one evening a month on my part. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like it's like okay, cool. Then we'll we're, we probably need to be like a goodbye episode, but that's it. It's not like yeah, okay. Well, I guess we have to wrap wrap up these seven plot points, and I guess that's an extra season's yeah. worth of work. But we're done emotionally, so it feels super checked out and like shit. You know, like it's not that. Um, yeah, and even with like non-narrative stuff i'm more and more like trying to build in like safety valves like off ramps almost i think of them as being like okay and here's a place i can get off this show 
this this show or this thing I'm doing right now or here's where it ends for sure. Right. Like one thing I want to be doing soon is like just a personal art project with my partner, Gracie, because I don't think we've ever done one together and I kind of hate that and I'm excited to do something with her. Um, but it has like a, it has like a set point. Like there's like a complete, like we know exactly, we already know we haven't started a single word of it, but we both are like, this is exactly how long it's going to be. Um, we already know this, um, which That's I fantastic. like. Um, and as far as like actual quitting goes, uh, I'll just let people in you and other people in on the secret. Um, uh, Diner Dreams, which I'm working on for my Substack right now, it has a 10 essay counting the opening essay, a 10 essay uh, check-in. Um, like I have it written down in like my quote unquote outline for it, mm-hmm. where I keep topics that I think I'm gonna want to like touch on and stuff. It's a 10. It, there's there's 10 essays, and at 10, I'm going to take a look at it and I'm gonna decide. Do I really want to keep doing this or I'm going to try something else to have writing out there for someone to look at regardless of what other things are published? Not yeah. because I don't necessarily have faith in the idea um, or that I don't like the idea suddenly. It's just a fact of like, I don't want to find myself talking myself out of stopping something if I'm not enjoying it. And 10 feels like enough that I have really given it a shot. Um, and if that point it's not working, it's enough to have gotten into a groove with it where if like, if this is going to work for a little bit longer, it's going to work for a little bit longer or whatever. And after 10, I'm probably going to set another one, right? Like it might be a little longer, like maybe 30, like it'll be like, okay, at 30 total, I'll take another look at this, but it's, it's, that's where I'm at. Um, you know, and it's, it's good because it lets me alleviate some anxiety. And I don't know if you experienced this, but like uh, writing up these, I I feel very nervous about like, oh, do I have a good idea for this? Um, it's building in space for letting go as opposed to trying to lock myself in or f- feeling like other people have weird expectations of me. 100%. And I, and I think that's exactly... Um, like you mentioning building in a, a, a mechanism for you to let go or have an off ramp or to have an ending, like knowing, you know, that knowing that it's finite, I think um, in a way probably will, you know, yeah, it, it completely removes that anxiety. Like, like with this show, that was a big thing that we had discussed when we started was the big stipulation was if at any point we're not feeling it, we can end the show. And you know, it took us like seven episodes before we committed to doing the show as it's as it is right now publicly, right? And yeah, and that's like an interesting thing, and that's some stuff I've been dealing with and doing on my like current projects, like with like I have this movie review thing I'm trying to work on with a friend, and we just did our first pilot. Now we're doing a second one, and we're having a chat to discuss, you know, like what's sustainable. Like, are we going to do seasons? How many episodes is that going to look like? And same with like the actual play show I'm trying to start, you know, are we going to do seasons? Is it going to be continuous? Like, what does the ending look like? And I 100% subscribe to the method of starting with the ending and working backwards. Mm -hmm. Like I don't start a screenplay unless I know how it's going to end, period. And I've done that since high school. Um, And I don't really know where along the lines I picked that up, but 
I think it's because like it gives me something to go towards. It's 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 like it's like a waypoint, right? Because like the the fabulous thing about quitting or letting go or moving on from something is that there is another thing waiting for you, right? Yeah. It's you're not just quitting and that's it. You're done forever. You're not doing anything else, right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's another thing. Whether it's, you know, moving from one sport to another sport or moving from doing sports to like studying medicine or like studying music or doing music, right? There's like so much flexibility that you get when you accept that my heart's not in it and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that like if we were a little, if the world was a little bit more in like in term like if the world is a little bit more willing to validate that feeling of my heart's not in it it's okay there would be you know like a lot more people trying new things and or not being stuck in things that they've created right like the last thing i want to be is a filmmaker who's created a set of films or a tv show that i'm stuck writing for like 30 years right like yeah and i hate it right like the last like the like you never want to get to a point where you hate something. And it's so rough when you do get to that point. Having been there myself, it's like, because like by that point, you hate it, but you're not willing to let it go because it becomes a completely a pride and an ego thing. And that's really rough because then it's just, just, just going to get worse. And it's just going to suck more. And it's just going to be harder to enjoy. Absolutely. You know, after the fact. Absolutely. I will say I do advocate for people not bailing yeah i think yes there's a difference between bailing not bailing and quitting right yeah like i i think bailing i have bailed in the past both on i bailed when i quit swimming um i didn't i didn't give anyone a real heads up i literally just kind of hopped out of the pool and that was that and that was pretty shitty of me on my coaches on my parents like that was that was pretty rude um um alternately I don't want to bail. Like if I'm doing collaborative, I definitely don't want to bail on my, on people, which means that it's important to figure out when you're done soon and then figure out a way to step down, step out gracefully. And that's hard. It means you have to have a tough conversation with people. It means you've got to like, it does mean you might have to stick it out a little in a sense. You got to finish your commitments. But after that, I say don't stay, you know? Yeah. And if it's your own thing, fucking be done if you're done. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that is like, yeah, be done be, be done if you're done. And if it's your own thing too, like nobody has to know that it's over. Only yeah. you do, right? Like, yeah. like you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's pretty public knowledge that like Claw Mountain, the old YouTube channel we used to put videos up on, it's done. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing, nothing has been uploaded in two years, you know? Yep. And if something is uploaded, it's going to be a, Hey, go follow all my friends on these platforms for the things they're doing. It's not going to be another movie or yeah. another thing. Sorry, folks. Um, but you know, that was a decision, right? Like mm-hmm. that was made probably a few years too late for me, but it happened and I'm a lot happier for it. And I now get to enjoy that stuff again. And, you know, but, you know, it's, 
it's like one of those things where like when you when when you have complete control over something <laughs> you shouldn't make yourself suffer like, absolutely it's, not it's it sounds like i make it sound so easy but it's yeah, not no no it's, it's not. not but but like but like please like like dane and i are giving you permission to whoever is listening to this to if you are doing something that you are in control of that is a project that you own that that you want to end and you aren't ending it we give you permission to end it guilt free guilt free like, my first novel it is uh, the 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 second draft of it the, t- the the typed draft i it's just sitting dead in a file like i just yeah. I, it's done like it i'm not touching it again and that is genuinely unfinished you yeah know, like I mean, that's okay mm-hmm. yeah you know. i've got like i got like 10 12 15 films i've started shot some little bits of footage for that i've just i'm never gonna finish and i've accepted mm-hmm. that and I got to put them in my archive. So yep. they're gone forever, at least in terms of me looking at it every day. And yeah. <laughs> that's okay because like we all got to move on. Yeah. We all got to let go. We all got to keep walking. Like, Also, it's like, totally okay if you're stuck in something and you want to quit and it's really hard and you don't get out of it for a little bit longer. Yeah. Right? It's like, fine. Derek just was talking about how Claw Mountain probably was like two years too late of quitting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I've been doing it for like like over a decade. And yeah. And it's it, practice. Quitting yeah. takes practice. Like, yeah. like I I did not come to this thing of like, you know, I should put like a 10 essay like cap on this new thing I'm doing to make sure that I'm not gonna like get in too deep and feel guilty about it. That's a thing I came up with this time <laughs> yeah That's a exactly new thing yeah. that i learned to do like it's uh-huh. okay that like you know i mean exactly and we've been doing this a while and we're just figuring out how to do it so don't feel bad it's right. okay right i i'm it's also okay to quit things that you put a ton of time into that you may have identified around Mm-hmm. I don't think of myself as a musician in such a big way these days. I just don't. And that's tough to admit, but it was the right thing to do. You know, you you let these things go. Um, and I've done that a, a lot in my life. I, When I was like in middle school, I really thought I was, I was a visual artist and I d- would draw. And then I thought I made films. You know, like that's how I thought of myself as a creator and then it was music and now it's writing and the one thing i can see as a through line through it all is a certain amount of storytelling and that's probably the thing i really love but it's okay to even let go of the really big things like the self-defining things it's okay to quit those too yeah you know i i'm gonna share a, a story that one of my professors told me back in college that i just adore which is he was a photographer at the time and he was going to a photography Institute. I think this was back in the sixties, seventies. And he was there with a bunch of other young photographers who were all in this like fancy Institute in the, on the East coast. And they had a guest lecturer, the guest lecturer came in and they were all kind of starstruck by this person. And afterwards, they 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 they're kind of sitting in a circle, and the guest lecturer asks them a question. He's like, "What would you do if you can't take pictures anymore? If you just somehow couldn't?" 
and going around in a circle, each one of the students, my professor included, basically said something to the effect of like, oh, I think I might die. I couldn't express myself. I, I don't know what I would do, you know? And then they got around to the, to the teacher, his guest lecturer, and they asked him like, okay, well, what would you do? What, what, what would it be like? And he said, oh, I'd go do something else. It's okay. It's okay to quit. Even the big things. Yeah. I think we're going to wrap it up there for today. We are a bit this over. Week. Yeah, <laughs> we are. But it's okay. Um, so yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. And you can see what movies I'm watching on Letterboxd at Derek Aiello. And Dane, where can we find your work and stuff these days? Uh, you can find my work on danewrites.com. Uh, where there's links to my Substack, uh, podcast, music, and my Twitter. Fantastic. All right, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.